Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it's Thursday. It's August 4th already. Man, this month is only four days in, and it feels like it's just breezing by, and pretty soon it'll be fair time, but uh, it's a beautiful Thursday out. It's going to be a hot one tomorrow, but... uh, Let's have some fun here on the Lori and Julia show. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Meow, meow. Cat Video Festival. Couldn't have asked for nicer weather. Perfect. 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 And we have a lot of good kitty cat stories for today's show, too. I'm excited tonight. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we really always... I, it's never rained that I can think no, of. No, it's no. just been hot. I've been seeing perfect. ads on TV on KSTP, and my gosh, a lot of people come with their blankets and spread out. Yeah, because I think the videos the gates open at six thirty, and then I the, think six at six. Yeah. Excuse me, and then uh, nine is when the laser show, and I think the uh, cat video that when they start showing the videos is at eight. Yes, so. It's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be fun. Well, I was at a blanket on the Hill event, on Lawn event last night at Highland Hills. Oh, yes. Ski area. They have, first of all, that yeah. whole West Bloomington, the park, the How Highland Hills. How long did Hills. it take you to get over there? Not bad. All right. It wasn't bad at all. Um you know, and I just was remembering when the boys learned how to ski there back in the day mm-hmm. and when we lived on that side of town. And yes. It's That's just a great so, place to learn how to ski. It, it's beautiful. The Highland Park Reserve and the bike trails and everything is so nice. But they had um, a great band, which I sh- I'm sure I should remember the name. But you, um, everyone parked in front of it and they had a food truck and um, Summit. Was it Summit Beer was Maybe. there probably? And but you'd go. Everyone would line up their chairs up the hill. Yeah. And it's not a steep hill, but no. it's a hill. Yeah. And so I had my nice injury in my, uh, you know, hammy area, and yes. so walking up the hill was interesting. Oh boy! But so I'm sitting there, and, and I'm, you don't remember the name of the band? Were they good? I want you to look because they were really great. Okay. All covers, really great, and right away people were up dancing and it was so fun people of all ages dancing by themselves dancing with other people it's so fun to watch people dance right and be happy in daylight in the summer on grass it was just such that a happy true it was so happy so um a few people from my tennis team were there and um i'm like oh i see someone i know and it was like a little over and down the hill and it had taken me a little bit of time to walk up the hill with my injury and I'm like, I got to go say hi. I got to go say hi. Okay. I thought it was Lori Redunz. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at this person. I'm like, I got to go over there and say hi. I haven't seen her because we didn't walk for the Race for the Cure this year because they moved the, you know, whatever. Right. And I'm like, Laurie, I, all right. And then are I, you, are you yelling, hey? I, no, and it's too far away. So I go over there finally, and it's, it hurts to walk down the hill right now. And I go and I tap her on the shoulder and kind of give like a high five. Hello, I haven't seen you forever. And she turns around and it's not her. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I was in close. Right. And I'm thinking I'm ready to give her a hug and everything. And it's and it's totally not her. And it was this woman named Crystal or Christy. And she's just staring. She was, couldn't have been cuter oh. and nicer about it. But it was um, they do some fun stuff. So they do movies out there. Right. And this was a music night. Fun. And. You know, parking was simple, and you could bring your own picnic stuff if you wanted. Yeah, I see they have movie on the hill. Yeah, it was fun. It's beautiful. Yeah, my girlfriend lives right by there, and that's like where she walks, and she just said there's always all these things going on, and I can just walk from my house. It's beautiful. Yeah. It really, I I forget how pretty that side of town is, because we're just never over there. Right, that's why I wondered how long it took you, because like leaving from here. Not bad. Not bad. Traffic still, because I think, here's where I feel like traffic has come back in the morning. Yes. Around lunch hour, there's traffic. But at the end of the day, because of the way people can work now, I don't feel like there's ever as many cars ever on the road. Because at the end of the day, when we get off work, Mm -hmm. ever, ever, ever. Not even on a weekend. People have new hours. People have new hours. (laughs) We don't, but people do. People have new hours. But it was was just a super beautiful, fun night. And it's a night like tonight. You might want to bring a jacket. I agree. I I went over to a friend's last night. We were sitting outside, and then, like, about 8 o'clock, it started going, I started going, Burry. This is where you and I like the warm, hot heat, because then it never gets cold that night. Because we don't get to it till 6 o'clock. I mean, we're protected in the dog days of the afternoon, you know, and then we get out at work, and we're like, yes, I love it, bring it on, and everyone's kind of, like, burnt. Um, I would like, Josh, for you to fire up our claim to fame yesterday. Well, I should say Julia's claim to fame yesterday when, um, you know, she didn't realize her microphone was on. And she, I don't know, were you drinking a Dr. Pepper over there? What brought on that I did have some bubbles. Okay. I did have some bubbly stuff. Here we go. Turned you on. No! So. <laughs> <laughs> you can see what kind of a burper you oh are. Oh my oh, gosh. There we go. What a great Josh, start to these Don't God. ever turn on the mic. <laughs> oh my God. What a great start to the four o'clock hour. Please be sure to give that to somebody no. for a promo. Oh my God. I really just burped. Oh. I mean, it wasn't even as loud as I wanted it to be because no. uh, you really have a nice timber to your burps. Well, whenever I do it, there's people around here and a show before us that can burp an alphabet. And they're yeah. so much better at it yeah. because they can do it on demand. You're right. And I can't do it on demand. It just slipped out. But I really was so All of a sudden I look and I see the red light on the mic and I'm like, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, I listened back to it, and let me tell you, after you guys left, it rattled the studio. Yeah, so. right. Be nice. Be nice, Josh. Uh, all right, listen, we come back. It's stories we can't get. Savage Cat? This is called Nino, and this is my band, the Linda Lindas, and it's a one-minute, 42-second song, love song to Nino, the Savage Cat, killer of mice and rats. 
You gotta love that song. You kind of do. I think Rocco might have used it in a couple of uh, promos, but he's like, um, uh, yeah, that's kind of, I gotta remember that song for the Cat Video Festival. You know, Nino. Okay, so all of Hollywood, the entertainment industry is counting down to 4.30 p.m. California time today. Because that's when the Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. which is now just called Warner Discovery, the uh-huh. earnings call will turn Hollywood on its ear. What time? 4.30, so it'll be 6.30 our time. Okay. And CEO David Zaslav, who came with Discovery Channel and bought the Warner Brothers assets, is about to make the Red Wedding look like a sweet 16 party, according to Roger Friedman. And the Red Wedding was from the Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones ep- Everybody got yep. killed. Yep. The word on the street is that he's getting rid of HBO Max, combining it with Discovery Plus, and laying off 70% of the staff. All the time, money, and energy invested in making HBO Max the biggest streaming service will be checked out the window. That just seems there so There will just wrong. be HBO cable and HBO you pay for, period. To that end, yesterday, HBO removed a bunch of HBO Max movies from the streamer. Zaslav also shelved the $90 million Batgirl movie, $40 million for Scooby-Doo. He doesn't want anyone to see them which just sounds more and more ridiculous as the hours pass. And The Flash could be next. And um, even though HBO Max has had quite a few successes with, like, Hacks, yes. which won a slew of awards right. and is one of the best, the worry is that, um, and I'm reading from Showbiz 401, the uh-huh. worry now is that Zaslav, the president of Discovery, would be retooling, could be retooling HBO, the most successful cable and entity in the universe. So it will be unrecognizable. HBO could just become a tab under Discovery Plus, which would be very bizarre. Also, a breaking and a sign of that, of just that, Warner Discovery will launch a CNN original section on the subscription. Um, thing, Discovery Plus, creating a new venue for CNN stuff as well as original programs from their sister cable network, HLN, which is like mostly true crime. And that'll mm-hmm. all be available uh, August 19th. So 4.30 California time is when the axe is coming okay, down in Hollywood. The, okay, so I'm going to just throw this out here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when the smaller one has the money in the capital, capital to put together to buy the bigger one, and the smaller one has an ego, remember when we were doing this, when we work at Carlson companies yeah, and we were the bigger one mm-hmm. and we were merging with the smaller travel group, mm-hmm. but the smaller travel group name one. Yes. If you remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that person's president came to be the bigger group's president. Yes. So that's kind of what's happening here. But why this is weird is that discovery, well, not discovery, but Warner discovery announced today that all of the Magnolia network, the chip and Joanna um, gains, Stuff that was on Discovery Plus is moving to HBO Max in September. So that leads me to think they're going to can Discovery Plus and keep HBO Max. That would be the smart thing to do. Because why would they announce that today that they're moving all that content? It's the earnings I understand that, but why would they announce a chip in the games thing that doesn't happen until September? Again, you know, maybe to go, hey, this might not be falling down the way it is, because according to, um, I think it was in Variety, I read this, 
Hollywood people were are baffled because Warner Brothers is such a recognizable name. Huge. So they people Discovery in Hollywood like, never liked when they went to Warner Discovery because right. Warner Brother that WB yes. that is like a hundred year old movie sure, studio name. Right. With, I see it on the water can. It's like getting yeah, the well in Burbank <laughs> the water and tower. stuff. The water tower. But it would be like getting rid of the name MGM or United Art there's right. meaning behind Warner Brothers. Right. So um, yeah, it's just tongues are wagging at the polo lounge, at the Four Seasons. Everybody is what's wondering what's happening. And um, because they dumped Batgirl and Scooby... Tax write-off. For tax write-off, which uh-huh. just sounds so strange. And of course, if you think about Scooby-Doo, you guys, what do Velma and the gang... They're all, you know, that's always the bad money people that are at the height of, you know, at the yeah, root yeah, of yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it it just seems like kind of ridiculous because this money has been spent. It's a way to get rid of debt. Yeah, which that debt. sounds that sounds like a, a focaccia and kind again, of accounting when you thing. Merge the smaller one with the bigger one, and the smaller one comes with an ego. Yes, he and, has a different strategy because, like, I was listening to Holly and um, Bradley talk about this earlier too, is because. We love HBO Max. You have HBO, but we have, you know, you get both. You get both. both. Yeah, because I But I mean, as a streaming service, if you don't subscribe to HBO, and I'm comparing it to Amazon, to the ones that compete for the money. Right. They're they're great. Jason must be going crazy because he loves them, too. Yeah, and I hope you're right. I hope that they get rid of Discovery Plus and they can put this stuff under HBO Max because HBO... We know that name, and they've done so much original programming, but why is the rumor running rampant, and they let people go yesterday? Like I said. And 70%, so I don't know. The little one comes with an ego. Yeah, I guess. When the little company buys the bigger company and doesn't have brand recognition, they go in. This happened to us. Yeah. You know, know, to the company we were working at. It became Carlson Vagenly Travel. No, and then we began um, Travel Leisure. Travel leaders. Travel leaders. Yeah. If you remember. Mm-hmm. But Which remember is, the Wagon Lee? Yeah. And it looked like Wagon Lit. Yes. And when we, we merged, merged with, with the them, French company. And it was just like, how in the hell are we going to market a name that looks like Wagon Lit? Yeah. Because Wagon Lee is, was recognizable in Europe, but right. we had to shove it into the name. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So, so anyway. It's interesting. These- so we'll have, you know, just keep your eye on that. But I hope I hope that you're right, because to me, I, that just seems like... Um, well, we'll see, but we are it seems be like a, It seems like a Hollywood horror show to do it the other way around. It's nice. And then Leslie Grace, who's the star of Batgirl, and she was in In the Heights. I never saw that uh, movie, but she um, I did, and it was delightful. It was yeah. It so really she's was. the lead, and it was on HBO. Yeah, and she's the lead. Yeah, in In she's the Heights, delightful. And she said, on the heels of the recent news about her movie Batgirl, I'm proud of the love, hard work, and intention of from all of our incredible cast and tireless crew put into this movie over the last. Seven months. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In Scotland. They were filming. I mean, can you imagine? So you're filming this and you're there forever and suddenly... She said, I feel blessed to have worked among absolute greats and forged relationships for a lifetime in the process. So... That's well, she's she was going to be a big, huge star, and now it's been stifled. But she's not going to burn any bridges. Yeah, and she's going to hang on to it. Could they I, sell that to somebody else, or did well, it screen? Uh, you know, is the other thing on that is that the screening on it was so bad. I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem like uh, that's the reason. It sounds like it's the. Uh, I mean, the New York Post is reporting that that industry sources claim that Batgirl test screenings were going terribly and that early audiences really hated the film. These tests were said to be so poorly received by moviegoers that the studio decided to cut its losses and run for the sake of the brand's future. Another source told the New York Post they think an an unspeakable Batgirl will be irredeemable. And that combined with the money... That, that they, they can, can write, write off. off, which you know, you whatever. Imagine? Yikes! I know. It. I All right. Well, yikes. this is exciting news. It's very inside gossip. And then Lady Gaga, you know, uh, she is um, dancing the happy dance, and she posted on uh, that she's in heaven, and she posted a cute video of her and supposedly Joaquin Phoenix dancing cheek to cheek because she will be Harley Quinn in the new. The next Joker sequel, which is called Joker 2 Folly Adieu. Folly Adieu. Do June 2024. And DC Comics, which is what this is coming from, is the parent company or company is Warner Media Discovery. Oh. And yeah. it's about to go through the corporate again, earthquake. Remember when you couldn't have these big monopolies? I know. And merge all these things? Remember back in the day? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everybody gets two jobs. We we can't figure it out. All right. When we come back. Oh. We, Lori, this is a great book. We loved this book. It's just a feel-good book for the summer beach read. Um, we'll be right back. It's about damn time we uh, talk to our friend Wade Rouse again for a Low J uh, book club pick. And we just talked with uh, Wade. Wade, we just Magic talked to you about the baseball book. Magic the Magic Season. Hi there. Hi, Wade. So, anyway, yeah. We just it, talked to you just, about the magic season. Yes. and I, I was so into that song you were playing. I was dancing. <laughs> dancing, I know, about damn time, Lizzo. So, it's about damn time we have you back on because you write under the pen name of Viola Shipman. And um, you just write the most wonderful books. And your latest, The Edge of Summer, I have to tell you, I... I almost feel like this was your best um, Viola book yet because this book is, I don't know if it it felt more meaningful because of the extra love you gave it. You wrote it during COVID, the themes, but it just was wonderful and hopeful and just great. Thank you for saying that. And you actually kind of summed up exactly why I wanted to write it. You know, I wanted this to be a catalyst 
for hope. Um, even though, you know, the, the book does address COVID, I really wanted, because so many of us went through so many life changes and kind of recalibrated our lives over mm-hmm. the last few years, I wanted that to be really kind of the main wave that sends this character on our journey. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, we really felt it. So for people listening, set up the edge of summer um, and, and your, your wonderful story for everybody. Yeah, this is a, you know, this is a novel that's, as all of mine are, d- deeply inspired by um, my grandmother, my pen name, Viola Shipman. And in this case, it was inspired by her buttons and button jars which, you know, when I first approached my publisher and said I wanted to write about buttons, they're like, thank, thank again. Um, wow. It's, you know, it's just, I love these old-fashioned items and heirlooms that really tell the stories and histories of our families. My grandmother was a working poor seamstress, and after she would finish her her job, she would come home and take a seat at her singer and, and sew, and I would, um, you know, I would sit in her sewing room and do homework or play with her buttons, and I would always remember her looking down at me and smiling, and I kind of wondered as I got older how she got to that point in her life. You know, she never finished high school, never learned to drive. And I wonder what she went through and what she didn't tell me as so many of our elders kind of keep secrets from their families. So that kind of inspired it. And, you know, it's a story of a, of a fashion designer that loses her mother much too young um, to COVID. And the only thing her working poor seamstress mother leaves her are her sewing notions and buttons and uh she kind of sees maybe secrets in those buttons that leads her on a journey to um the coast of michigan where she seeks out who her mother really was and her family history but in in, in the end really finds out who she who she is oh it's, it's, it's just it's so it's so good yes I mean, it Julia is and i really I, yes the story is marvelous and i love how each chapter had a sewing term with the definition as the lead into the chapter i loved learning that michigan you know was the button capital and yeah julie and i were talking about how our well my remember with my grandma and i know my mom had one too but i still have the button tin the 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 tin with all the buttons and the jar and i still have one now and i don't and I've thought to myself, why do I keep this around the button jar? But I keep thinking, well, mm. that goes with that sweater and that goes with that coat. And it really is a part of our history, the notions department <laughs> we were talking about in, yeah. The, yeah. you know, Ben Franklin and Woolworths and all the stores. It it really conjures up a really a nostalgic feeling of simple Thank times. You. It's you know, about a button. That's, that's a huge piece of it. You know, it was, you know, my grandmother, when you're, poor, you know, a button really means everything. You pick one up off the street or you pick a penny up. And, you know, she used to make all of my school clothes. She made my mother these beautiful, you know, kind of 70s bird wing coats um, that I can remember. Or she'd find these old um, blouses and she'd rip the buttons off and replace them with pretty old vintage buttons to kind of redo it. But, you know, they do tell a story. And you're right, the Great Lakes area, you know, from Minnesota to Michigan throughout Indiana really has a huge history of the pearl button industry, you know, which was one of the largest employers in the U.S. at the turn of the century. And it's just that fascinating history just really lent itself to the book. Well, it sure made me want to go to um, what is our town? Um, Douglas, 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 Michigan. That's that's where I live. It is. Yes, I, I, I moved here about a decade ago, and it too, it's like a Courier and Ives painting come to life. You have to come come stay with me. I mean, we'll, I'll show you the town. We'll have a blast. Wait, I love the idea Wait, of that. Where, where is Douglas in the mitten of Michigan? 
if I were holding up my hand in front of your face right now, it's on the, it's on the west coast. Um, it's about three hours north, three and a half hours north of Chicago. Okay. It's about halfway up as you get toward Traverse City or so. I, uh, but it's okay. that's like gorgeous. Beautiful. It's an art town. It's so beautiful on that coast. I've been to like um, Big Bear Dunes and stuff. Oh, in that heaven, whole area. Like- it's heaven. It really is. It's very similar to that. I mean, people don't believe really how beautiful it is, but you know, it's you know, beautiful bluffs and you know, the water looks Caribbean blue it and does. it's just, it's a stunning place to live. It really is just the winters like, you know, get a little rough. Sure. Oh, we, we know that. How do you like, this is your second book now. Cause we just had you on May 4th, but, but, but that you, was a memoir. I know that was your but you story were supposed your to be on and I, you know, the, the got a couple things mixed up here uh, for the like, edge of summer for this one, like uh-huh. a month ago. And I'm sorry about the mix up Wade, but you, not at all. You are really writing. You're, you just, you're a writing machine. You are a writing machine. I, you know, the meds help. It keeps everything <laughs> kind of short. But it's, I feel at this point in my career, very blessed. And, you know, I have so many ideas and stories that I want to share. And I'm probably like you, I'm a very disciplined person. So um, I'm used to, I started my career as a journalist. So I'm used to tight deadlines and I kind of relish them. So you know, I have another, I have a winter, a Christmas book coming out in November called A Wish for Winter. So I've, I love the pace and the routine, and I'm just blessed that readers are, are loving the stories as much as I love writing them. You really, you're just, and I think you just touch on things, family, faith, hope, humanity, and, community. And, and also the, um, there's something about like the, and, and I just read, there was like a study that was done about really the the grief of losing someone to covid mm. is is for for many reasons is m- more terrible than maybe if someone had passed away of something else because maybe it didn't maybe it took them too soon it wasn't their time they wouldn't have died of that you know so there's just a lot of really really questioning and did you lose someone when you were right oh wow through covid you're, you're- you're really amazing. Yeah, I lost um, my father-in-law in April 2020, which was, you know, the height yes. of the pandemic. And he, um, you know, he was a man that had gone into a rehab facility um, to recover from um, some knee things. And um, it took him very, very quickly. And as you say, you know, it was, it's a recalibration of your life because there's, someone's taken from you so suddenly there's no closure Mm -hmm. there's no ability to have a funeral you're standing outside of a window getting health updates and you feel utterly helpless um and i think that does big things to it did to me and i think it does to all of Mm -hmm. us and and how we look at our lives and how we want to spend the rest of our time and you know that's really was a catalyst for writing this book you know what does that do to someone that can't have that goodbye? What, you know, how does that shake us to our core? But also, in the end, how can that make us better people? And that's really what this book is all about. Yeah, and Sutton, you know, losing, and we learned this, you know, this right away, right away in the book, but, you know, losing her mom, but also the fact that her mom was so reticent about sharing, you know, all Sutton knew was that, uh, you know, I lost we lost the whole family in a, in a fire and it was just yeah. me and you. I mean, that whole mystery and how she unravels that, like thread, you know, on a button is really good. Thanks. I've never really, you know, I've not, I've not really put kind of a 
more of a twist mm-hmm. in my novels before, and I'm a huge Mary Kay Andrews fan. Yes. Um, and I've always kind of percolated that in the back of my head, so I, I really wanted to include something a little bit different in this so novel, good. and I'm glad it worked. Yes. It, Thank you. It, it, it totally worked, and um, I, I think it must have been fun writing um i'm think i'm trying to think of the character the rich lady in the in the big cottage oh, Bonnie, the widow lions yes the widow lions she must have been fun to write <laughs> she was you know it's i always love writing characters that people might not like um uh-huh. but then kind of peeling back the layers to understand why yes. you know they are the way they are why we become the way we are and she's she's really patterned after um my grandmother used to so close for some of the richer folk in our little Ozarks town. And um, she, they would treat her very nicely when she was behind closed doors and they would diminish her when she was in public. Mm. Um, and that always stuck with me. So I kind of patterned um, this character after some of those women back in the day that didn't treat my grandmother so well. Yeah. And I didn't see what was Bonnie's story. I didn't see that one coming. I mean, it, this just, like I said, um, Wade, we think that just summer maybe be your very best book yet. And, and on Goodreads, I mean, all five stars. It's yeah, they're you know they're they're paid, but that I work. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you no, put I've us on the payroll? By the <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, pay, I, I pay Palum. Um, I gotta say, um, wait. I really hope that um, you know that we. I guess I wouldn't mind reading another book about Sutton Douglas, and and your and the town or whatever. If any stories come to, because I. Was I'm just intrigued with everything that you laid out in this story and could keep reading more. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm cogitating kind of maybe okay. a, one one novel doing a, a some yeah. some future sequel. So we'll see. Is that a great word or what? Cogitating. Hating. I just fantastic. It's a grandma word. But it's so good. It's a good word. And and shout out to your publicist who does such a good job for you, Kathleen. Oh, she's amazing. She's walking angel on earth with what she does. Yeah, she's yeah, amazing. She, she really does. Are you? Have you been out on book tour for this, Wade, for the edge of summer, or what's going on? Yeah, they did a huge um, Southern book tour for they me. Did. So I went, um, it's the first time my publishers ever sent me um, south, where I have kind of a big burgeoning um, fan base mm-hmm. growing. So I did North and South Carolina, did about eight events in five days, which oh, was a lot. And yeah. Now covering Michigan. So it's all, it's all been great. Well, we always love having you on. Yes. Uh, you write under the pen name Viola Shipman. We do recommend, you know, th- your memoir that we read. Uh, the Magic we, Season. The Magic Season earlier. Thank and this you. book, The Edge of Summer, is just uh, terrific. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, and, we'll and, talk to you for your next book. And we'll book. see you next week right. when we come to Michigan <laughs> and knock on your doorway. <laughs> I know you you're gonna if you bring wine, you're in. All right, we'll do it. Um always good to talk to you. We've got two copies of the book, The Edge of Summer by Viola Shipman. It comes out in trade paperback and you can get it at your local bookstores and uh, give us a buzz at six five one six four one one oh seven one and Josh will get your information. Bye Wade. Bye Wade and we'll be right back. All right, my talkers. First person to call uh, my talk one oh seven one gets a pair of tickets to see One Republic at XL Energy Center on this Sunday, August 7th, with the opening act, Need to Breathe. Show starts at 7 p.m., and it's 651-641-1071 to get, uh, win a pair of tickets to One Republic on uh, Sunday, August 7th. That's this Sunday. All right.
it's okay, Colleen. Josh right now. Josh is doing a lot of phone yes. calls right now between the books and the Excel tickets. Sorry about that, Josh. We're very, very, very. No worries. Glad. I'm just having fun. Okay, okay. so that the, the One Republic is this Sunday night. Yes, it is. That excels. Yes, it is. I'll be there, three. row five. Will you be there? Okay, good. All right, so um, row five. Wow. I know that's pretty good, right? Um, so, just a couple of musical notes, Julia. Beyonce has set a new number one record among women for as "Break My Soul" tops. R&B and hip-hop airplay, right. okay, but she hasn't had, you know, she hasn't had an album out since Lemonade, seven right. years or six years, whatever it is. And then Renaissance, the album, got one of uh, the biggest first weeks after just four days. So a couple um, music people that were like thinking that, you know, she wasn't on track with selling as many downloads. We have to wait till because she's broken a record for what she sold in four days. Got it. Got it. Got it. You want to make sure everyone has that straight? Well, you know what? Listen, sometimes, like, I know for, I mean, you could just, if you were downloading, you're out of 16 songs, maybe you're listening to the whole album and then you're like, I'm going to do this. And then you're realizing, I might as well get the whole album. There's so many good songs. Mm -hmm. There isn't, I've yet to come across a crappy song. And I've listened Church Girl, Alien Superstar, Cozy, Pure Honey. Break My Soul, Summer Renaissance. There's so many good songs. And she's bringing us what we want, which is to dance. Happy dance music. Happy dance dance music, yep. To dance and Mm -hmm. feel, you know, and there's so many, you know, heavy, crazy things. You know, we got the damn monkey pox, the COVID still going around. You know, the basketball player. Give out your COVID tip. Yeah, oh, Ukraine, all of that. Well, I I guess I would just say, you know, for for people, if you are traveling, if you're traveling, if you're flying on a plane. It's it's happening right now, big time. Yeah, people are getting it. Um, You know, uh, Grant's out. He's got COVID. He was one of the last ones not to get it around here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We were, like, all proud. We were. We went, we got it in May, and he's he's feeling, uh, you know, okay. So, but... Um, wear your mask when you, uh, get in, you know, the tube that takes you onto the airplane, whatever, the, the, jet, the way. jet way, put it on there only because there's just, there's absolutely no air circulation. Right. So if one person, 10 people down sneezes, all those droplets just stay in the air. Right. Okay. That is a fact. And mm-hmm. now there's some back and forth about could you walk through somebody who had monkeypox through their, like if they just sneezed or coughed or something? Ugh. Okay, I, I, you know, there's all this stuff. So, and We're then not keep, doctors. keep it on while you're on the plane. And remember that the flight attendants don't get paid till the door is closed. Take their Purell, wipe everything down, make sure your little air, air filter is on. And once the plane goes up in the air, and you can feel the air circulating. Go ahead and take your mask yeah. off if you feel comfortable doing that. And then Assistant suggestion because and take it off when you disembark the plane because yeah. again you're moving through. Put it back on when you disembark. Yeah, the plane. you're moving through the the dead air, air, dead air. Yeah, I think that's a good tip. Yeah, because I don't want to wear it the whole time. I don't want to wear it in the airport. But if those two places 
Because you're right, air isn't moving and it's just up right now. The numbers are way up. Yeah. And And it just kind of cripples a business. Casey asked me, he's just like, well, you know, when we went to Bozeman, he Mm -hmm. said, I really would feel more comfortable because, you know, he does have asthma. And as far as we know, he hasn't had it yet. And Oh, he's the sole survivor. Yeah. And so I uh, I was like, yeah, I'll wear my mask, but I will use my zipper mask (laughs) 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 because I was planning on drinking. Uh-huh. Having a couple cocktails, yes. as it were. Yes. So, uh, let's see. Here's just a little uh, something for you. Johnny okay. Depp and Jeff Beck have been accused of stealing lyrics from an incarcerated man's poems. Okay. How is that? <laughs> yep. Well, you know, they put out an album, I know these they two, did. which nobody's buying, no. by the way. I, Johnny Depp, to me, is not a musician. Yeah. So anyway, there's a 60 years after this uh, guy by the name of Slim Wilson recorded this song called Hobo Ben. 60 years ago? Yes. Okay. Okay. Slim Wilson. He he was uh, he was a man who basically the song Hobo Ben was written about. Okay. okay? And um, anyway, there's Johnny Depp. And Jeff Beck have done a song called Sad Mother Bleepin' Parade, which has numerous lines right from the song Hobo Ben. (laughs) I'm raggedy, I know, but I have no stink. God bless the lady that'll buy me a drink. What that funky mother bleeper really needs, child, is a bath. I mean, it's okay. like word for word from this. Oh uh, my! And there, how did anyone find out that the relatives of this? Well, I think this folklore guy Bruce Jackson, uh, maybe Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp like him, and they are familiar with the song "Hobo Ben" because Hunter Thompson played it for him one time oh. around a fire pit in Aspen. Oh. You know, I'm making up all I know, of this, but I know I just feel it all. But to like, be true. I feel like Hunter Thompson would have known this song "Hobo Ben." Mm-hmm. And the fact that the words um, "sad mother bleep and parade" are in Hobo Ben, so we know from the two people who bought this album and just happen to be familiar <laughs> with Bruce Jackson, because that just is not a line you see oh everywhere. My gosh. I just got something from a woman that we work with, a publicist, and she's like, "I have COVID too." You know, yeah, it's going around. It right is, now. and it just keeps very making variants. Yeah, you know, well, and all of that. So, yeah. um, anyway, but yeah, the um, hobo Ben. He's this tramp who walks into a party and says, "Sings, ladies of culture and beauty, so refined. Is there one among you that would grant me wine? I'm raggedy, I know, but I have no stink. And God bless the lady that'll buy is, me a drink." Wait a minute. Is it literally every single one of those lines they use? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, so no. I was just going to say, wow. No, that that it's it's just like two lines. But it goes on and on. I kind of liked my rapping that I was doing. Well, so I was do just reading it? rapidly. Do you want to, okay. Well, I was just right. reading rapidly, oh. Julia. Anyway, so. Look at the time. Look at the time. It's time to burp. Sad Mother Bleepin' <laughs> Parade. There's no mention of Slim Wilson, Bruce Jackson, or... Anyway, Rolling Stone has taken notes. I bet they give them a rating credit and they'll get like $2. Right. Enjoy it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.